0: Well, I'm rising as one, because uh, alongside oh. us, we've got a guy we like, get get up up oh, like to call the Big Daddy. <laughs> Big Daddy. Ian moose at <laughs> Sydney Kings legend, Australian basketball legend. Good morning, mate. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks, steve Nice to see you, Butes.
1: Yeah, good to be here, mate. How good is the stadium looking? Uh, new sponsors, Breakers Country Club, jumping on board, and we've uh, got a couple of the young girls out here uh, doing some practice.
2: Yeah, well, it's the start of the uh, Central Coast basketball trial. So these are the under-12s that are underway in this hall and the boys in the other hall, and it goes under-12s, 14s, 16s, 18s. So the coaches will be here all day. Mm. Yeah,
0: and, and, you know, when I came in this morning, I could see just a few nerves, buttes. You know, some parents bringing their kids in. It's where it all begins. We all love it. And, uh, like, do they narrow these squads down? Do they pick numerous teams, Moose? Yeah, so what... Each of the age groups would
2: have generally two teams, uh, an A and a B team. So these are competitive trials. The coaches, well, Chris Olbach's here, one of of the legends of the club, life member, coaching the under-12s, and uh, next door, Killy Akamamoy. I see, and Dan Pratt. So, they've, you know, again, the coaches are doing a good job.
0: Yeah, thanks to Kelly for organising this, and thanks to the entire club. I can't wait to see the 14s, Buttes, because I've been binge-watching Swagger, which is loosely based on the life of KD,
1: yeah, Kevin, right. Durant, Kevin Durant,
0: growing up in Washington.
1: There you go. There was a shot there. It actually landed on top of the, uh, the glass, which is not a bad effort.
0: Yeah, keep it. To let it sit there like Yeah, that. to let it not,
1: sit there, yeah, not yeah. Bad. And
2: then you see the coach's skill had about four shots <laughs> to get it down. Sign her up. <laughs> if, she could,
1: if, her shot is that, if her shooting is that good, then she's the one to uh, sign up for sure.
0: Uh, Moose, the NBL season underweight. So the Hawks winners against South East Melbourne, 85 72. That game played on Thursday. New Zealand winners against the Jack Jumpers, 71 65. Now you said the Jack Jumpers—they made the grand final last year. What they're zero three? Yeah.
2: So again, New Zealand in New Zealand, and that's the, I think the first time they've played in New Zealand, Steve, for two years mm. because of COVID. Um, so the, the the Tasmanian side are zero and three, having you know really pushed Sydney in the grand final series last year. Uh, local talent there in Matty Kenyon still contracted to the the Jack Jumpers, but. You know, that's how close this competition is and uh, they've got work to do, obviously.
1: Well, I think it's interesting because I was listening on the radio the other day they were talking about how there's three favourites uh, on the line in terms of the betting. The, uh, the NBA teams and then I think it was Perth was the other one.
2: Phoenix, uh, in, in Phoenix, was quite remarkable. The score, you know, they beat them by 10 and they I think they posted around 130 points. So they mm. absolutely shot the lights out. Um, I watched Sydney last night, and uh, they've replaced three three imports. So you know that's not easy to do. And Jalen Adams last year was the MVP, but his replacement last night was absolutely phenomenal. Um, Derek Walton Jr. I think, you know, he's I think he set a record of uh, in the first two games for the club's the club, he's averaged eight assists. But on top of that, he scored you know twenty and thirty points. So this guy can really play. The nice point, I'll just make this, uh, they started just on social media saying he's got magic while he's wearing the number 11 singlet and that's Steve Carfino's number and he was the uh, true magician with the basketball and Walton Jr. is another one.
0: Yeah, and Buttes, I see his field goal percentage, 9 of 12, and I think he was 1 of 3 from long range.
1: He'd be happy knocking out 75% scoring uh, percentage, wouldn't you, Moose? What happens with Jalen Adams? Where's he gone now? Is he in the NBA or has he gone elsewhere?
2: Yeah, I'm not not 100% sure, Mm. but... Obviously, the Kings, through Paul Smith, use use the club as a stepping stone back into the NBA. I mean, they played Brisbane last night, so Aaron Baines, uh, who'd played in Boston, won a title with Boston, is yep. playing for Brisbane. He has made it very clear that it's a, it's a, it's a step on the way back into the NBA. Is, so, is, is uh, it
1: like soccer where there's a transfer market and there's payment that goes to the club do they get subsidised at all or is it just this is just such a strong competition now or regarded as as such a strong competition around the world that players you know it's a natural progression or stepping stone into the NBL if you're successful here
2: Yeah there's two answers to that if you have a multi-year contract they'd pay that contract out uh, so there'd be a payment back to the club but generally your imports are on a one year contract um, unless you're a Bryce Cotton someone like that that's been in Perth a long time and they've secured you know He's kind of past that window of the NBA, possibly. He, I'm pretty sure he just signed a three-year deal over in Perth. So it's, that's a little bit unusual. But if you're on a one-year deal, they generally see out the season
0: and uh, and head overseas. Ian, you just said to us off the air, you feel like uh, he just uh, jumped because... I haven't caught him Ian. Oh,
1: no. no, I was going, who the hell's Ian? Who's, <laughs> I'm like, who's,
0: who's, <laughs> who's Ian? Fourth guest yeah, yeah, correct. <laughs> Where is this? Who's uh, Ian? Moose, uh, you, said to, you said to us off the air, now he responds, you said to us off the air that you feel like Sydney are in the box seat to go back-to-back, uh, even early in the season. This weekend, uh, Perth up against Dillawarra, so that's a tough road trip for the Hawks. Uh, Tassie, they're back at home against the Bullets, who've got Baines, and... You were just saying what a sensational guy he is. I'll get you to elaborate in a moment. And then Sydney, they're off to take on Melbourne United. Yeah, well,
2: those games, I mean, the the, the Tasmanian game against Brisbane is a really, even so early in the season, a crux game because both teams are coming off losses. Um, I think Tasmania in Tasmania, you know, are, are always a, a hard, hard game down there. But I tell you, a team like Brisbane with... With a fellow like Aaron Baines in it, you know, I think would be the, uh, the tipping point to go to favour Brisbane. Sydney over Melbourne, that's interesting. I, I think Sydney will absolutely annihilate Melbourne. Um, I know that's a big call. Mm. But they're in a rebuilding phase, Melbourne. Um, and I think Sydney, just watching them last night, they're so well balanced. Um, the, the ball moves so well. They're shooting a, the ball at a high clip. I just
0: can't see that Melbourne will even come close to them. Hey, we kind of skimmed over Adelaide's win against Phoenix. Like, I think it's only the second time in history this has happened. And, you know, Chris Paul plays, Devin Booker plays. I think most of the stars play over 20 minutes. They they were rested, you know, sporadically through the game. But what a sensational win. Uh, 134 to 124. Last time it was done, I think, was Real Madrid had a win against an NBA side. So... Yeah, it's phenomenal.
2: Yeah, it is. And uh, I know we did brush over it, but it's the first time in Australian basketball history that that's, that's occurred. It, it's, I mean, there's a lot of credit to Bruton, uh, the coach of Adelaide, in his recruitment. And I think it showed it, certainly against Phoenix. I'm not sure. They played yesterday against OKC, so they have two games against NBA teams that are in the final stages of preparation for their season. But going back to Phoenix, um, you know, their five starters all played over 22 minutes, Steve. So it mm. wasn't token minutes. They're significant minutes in a pre-season game. And for Adelaide to, uh, you know, generate that win, it's just a fantastic showcase for Australian basketball. Does
1: this happen regularly with Australian teams going over there? Or is this pretty unique, the opportunity that Adelaide had? And obviously the um, NBL here have given them the opportunity by, uh, you know, manufacturing the draw to ensure that they... Uh, serve their buys early in the season?
2: Yeah, no, it's probably a, a very uh, recent initiative. When I say recent, the past couple of years, uh, before COVID interrupted it, hmm. there was always games. NBL sides would travel to the States to play NBA sides in in, in showcasing events um, to try and ensure that the Australian League was regarded where it should be by, you know, NBA scouts and teams looking at, at players. There's even talk with some of the players from the Adelaide team that performed so well that had come out of the G League, which is the NBA Development League, that were contracted to Adelaide, might not even be on the flight's back. So it's, uh, yes, watch this space.
1: Yeah, well, you know what, again, it's about opportunity. And I think it also, as I mentioned before, is a clear indication of how strong the NBL competition is and that it's a genuine Stepping and what I don't know how many Australian players we have are playing in the NBA now, but it yes. certainly has increased significantly.
2: Oh, it's a genuine stepping stone. And, and in the past, if you didn't make the NBA, you'd go to Europe playing the Euro leagues, yep. but the Australian League without the difficulty of language, um, mm. dollar, etc. Yeah. And it's,
0: a good, it's a, a good spot to stop. Yeah, what a, what a night for some of these players. Craig Randall has 35 points, including nine threes, uh, Frank's had 32. And Giddy, it sounds like he was just sensational.
2: Yeah, well, I'm guessing OKC beat, beat Adelaide yesterday in that game and, and uh, the highlight being Giddy being a former Adelaide 36er player playing, playing for OKC. So, um, yeah, great experience for these guys. And, and Bute's going back to your question, the NBA encourages it. Sorry, the NBL encourage it by providing uh, Adelaide mm. as the team over there in the moment. The, the first two round
0: bites. We're live from Terrigal Basketball Stadium and it's the trials this morning, so we've been watching the under-12s. Michael, what's happening here? So I'm seeing a whole bunch of chairs go uh, almost into the paint. Yeah, this I, is some kind of new-age fancy drill.
1: I think it's called musical chairs, to be honest. I went for the music. Come on, No, obviously they use the the chairs as dummy uh, defender's moose, I would assume, and uh, just a way for the girls or instead of the witches' hats or whatever it may be. they
0: We've got a couple of girls to our right that are laughing at us. Uh, Number 22 (laughs) thinks this is hilarious. We might have to give her some airtime in a few moments. But uh, so trials happening here all day. I'll tell you what I love here, Buttes. Have a look. So for a little club on the Central Coast, look at all of our banners. Look.
1: They're everywhere.
0: So champions in 21. And these are all different divisions as well. But there would be nothing better, Moose, in basketball than hoisting a championship banner.
2: Yeah, and there's a very special one up there, the white one, which was the first uh, NBL1 equivalent banner uh, in 2019, just before COVID hit. So, yeah, and I think at the Kings last night, they uh, they hoisted their uh, championship banner last night.
0: I'll tell you what else we haven't got here is we haven't retired any jerseys.
2: No, I don't know why. Um, I guess it's a young club, uh, but we've had some really, really great players through this club. So, yeah, a little bit unusual. Yeah, hey... Can I put him
1: on the spot? Can I put him on the spot? Because I just want to know, if there was one jersey or one number, which one do you think it would be, Moose?
2: Uh, I'd probably put uh, Mitch Reuters up there. Um, He played for the club. Uh, Great guy, great role model,
0: great player. Um, Yeah, so he'd be probably my pick. Boys, the Women's World Cup basketball. Moose, Australia finish on the podium. Fantastic with a win over Canada.
2: Yeah, great a great win over Canada in in the uh, bronze medal game. They absolutely smashed them. But they played Canada in a in a round game. I think it might have been a quarter quarter final where they uh, was a lot lot closer. And um, had they lost that game, they would have faced uh, the Americans in the crossover. So they did very well. Um, they were unfortunate not to get to the uh, gold medal game, going down by a point to China who eventually obviously played uh, played the US in the grand final and got fairly well beaten.
0: Uh, and Moose, we've had a, a performance for the ages from Lauren Jackson.
2: Yeah, Butch just asked me off air, you know, what was her, like the contribution, did she really, you know, warrant a spot? She's 41, and, and I think just the fact that um, she was in that team, I, I watched the uh, first ca- uh, game against Canada, she made some big buckets when they needed a basket, so... That level of experience. I mean, she is recognised as the best world, world player, you know, female player in the world. Look,
1: she she scores 30 points in 21 minutes there, which is just phenomenal. Like, you talk about contribution and her presence just having an impact, but to be able to back that up with 30 points as well, which is probably the leading scorer for the Australians, quite a remarkable feat considering she's 41 years of age. Yeah, next yeah.
0: best, uh, Stephanie Talbot with 16. Uh, but it's almost like Cinderella man, it's like this is it. This is my swan song, and let's go out with a medal. Uh, we're heading up toward the news right now. Moose, uh, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for lining this up along with Kelly.
2: No, no, it's always nice to be here. It's great to see this is the next next wave of of bas- basketballers coming through the Central Coast ranks. So. Uh... It's always nice to wander back into this stadium. I'm a life member here, and it's it's nice just to reconnect with some of the coaches and some of the players. Yeah, we need a statue outside. Uh, Did you see the red carpet? I saw
1: the red carpet out there. It was unbelievable.